Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got Taran here with us. Hello. And we're back after a little while. Um, when was our last episode? Like the Marvels, I think, which is yeah, yeah, about two, three weeks ago. But um, we've got a whole bunch of reviews that we're a little bit behind on. So we're going to basically rattle through about four or five movies in this episode. Um and then we'll be back on track. I think we've got a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming up as well. So this is a bit of a filler episode until we get to that stuff. How does that sound? Uh, sounds okay, I guess. Yeah. 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 We'll, 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 I think we'll see how it goes afterwards. Filler episodes can go one or two ways. So Yes. It's usually not good. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe it's a good filler. Yeah. Well, um, this is going. It's good to say right up top for the podcast. We're setting your expectations yeah. early. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, well, you've seen all of these movies, so you're not like reviewing movies that you haven't seen. Yes, which is good because last episode or one of the episodes you reviewed a bunch of movies that you hadn't even seen. Did I? Just based off the trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I stand by it. Yeah. All right. So first movie is Blue Beetle, which we watched back in like September. Uh, this is the second last movie in the DC Extended Universe, although is it part of the DCU? I think the actor is. So the character with the actor? I don't think this movie is, but the, char- the, the character is. Yeah. And yeah. the actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's directed by Angel Manuel Soto, um, who has previously directed... Charm City Kings in 2020. Haven't heard of it. And then uh, this movie. It is starring. Um, how do you pronounce his name? 
I think it's Sholo. Sholo. Yeah. Uh, Sholo Maridwina. Maridwina? Yes. Yeah. Who is uh, famous for- He's in Cobra Kai. Yes. Yeah. Previous- He's the new karate kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's the new- uh, did you hear they're making like a new? But karate? they're making another new new Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that in the Jackie Chan universe? It's in both of them. They're both in it. Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan are in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like Cobra ha- Cobra Kai is part of it. I don't well. know if it is, but possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's based off the character Blue Beetle, DC character. Um. I don't have much background on the character himself. Like I. This is the first time I've seen him, but he's in like some animated stuff, obviously. Yep, he's in the Blue Beetle comics. Obviously, yeah, yep. yeah, all yep. right, yeah. He's in the Blue Beetle TV show. <laughs> I don't know if there is one actually. Yeah, yeah. he's in um, Young Justice. Or something. He is in Young Justice. Yeah, yeah season two. Yeah. Uh, apart from him, there's a bunch of other uh, actors that are in this movie. So I guess one of the uh, selling features of this film is that it is like culturally. Uh, they casted people within the culture of the. I think they're all Mexican. Is it Mexican or like something Hispanic? They're Hispanic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're all from a Hispanic background. Um, so I guess that's one of the. I actually like that part of the movie. Um, it's about a family as well. So there, there is a family aspect, and then there is a superhero aspect. Uh, budget was one hundred four million. How much do you think it made on the box office? Two hundred and four million. It's less than that, actually. Uh, okay. $129 Well, Ooh, I was close. Not so, really. Um, $80 million's a lot. <laughs> this continues the trend of superhero movies underperforming at the box office. This is not just underperforming. This is quite quite bad uh, because it just made back its production budget, which means it probably lost money overall. Um, it was released in Spanish and Portuguese. Did you know that? No. Well, yeah, now you do. Um. This is why you come to this podcast to to get. Yeah, I always get educated yeah. during the podcast, which is yeah. So, um, and runtime's about two hours, so short. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of the movie? Uh, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's moments. Yep. Yeah. He fights another blue beetle, but he's red. So I guess he's not blue. It's a red, red beetle. beetle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, it's a ladybug. Yeah. Yeah. But red, ladybugs are red and black. So was he just red? I, I think it was just, just all red. red. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I didn't hate it. I think it's had its moments. I think Sholo is quite good. Yeah. I yeah. Liked him. I like. It's got his a family. certain charm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought all the actors were pretty good. Yep. Um, and I thought. About 70% of the movie was pretty good. And then from memory, I felt like it went on a bit too long. It's just a bit generic as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, feels apart like, from like Iron the, Man 2-esque. Yeah. Apart from like the Hispanic, um, you know, cultural stuff that they went, um, like the family stuff and the cultural stuff, it's pretty generic. Yeah. But I think it's... It's not terrible. It's it's definitely not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the villain was very ordinary. Generic, yeah. Yep. Julianne Moore? No. 
Uh, Sigourney Weaver? No. No. Susan Sarandon? Susan Sarandon, yeah. yeah all, all three of those are, I don't know why, but they're similar in my head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the same person. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver and Susan Sarandon are very similar for some reason. Yes, they yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's in this and pretty forgettable villain. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, apart from that, uh, I thought out of the DC movies we got this year, which is like Shazam. It was the best one. Yeah. Flash. And then this is that? Yeah. Did I miss any? In and I'm sure Aquaman will be worse than this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is if you're expecting something new, you're not going to get it. But as a generic superhero movie, it does. It's good. Yeah, it does what it needs to do. It is better than all all of those movies. And I'm going to say it's better than Aquaman. I haven't seen Aquaman, but I think it's better than Aquaman. So a movie that we haven't yeah. isn't released yet, but it's better than that movie. Yeah. Uh, we're watching it next week. We're watching on Christmas. There is shows on Christmas Day. Cool. So we yeah. watch it on Christmas Day. Um, yeah, so obviously it's better than The Flash. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I would actually give this a cognitive recalibration because I think obviously no one watches this in the cinema. People are going to watch this on streaming. And as a streaming movie, it's actually pretty good. I think it's, yeah, it's pro- just put it on. It's worth a watch yeah. once. Yeah. I think it's good in the background as well. Yeah. Yeah. There are some post-credit scenes, so we'll get, we'll get into spoilers. Mm. Um, is it one or two post-credit scenes? I just remember the one with Ted Cord. Yes. Yeah. Who's the original Blue Beetle? Yep. And he's still alive. Yeah. Is that the? It looks like he is. Yeah. And he looks like he's Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> is, it, is that who it is? Like the? Oh, voice? He just looks like him. I don't okay. know if it's <laughs> yeah. him, but like there's a picture of him, and it looks like Jason Sudeikis. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, whether they'll ever follow that up. Is Probably a, not. Yeah, it's a mystery. But um, I don't even know if they hired maybe they, Sudeikis for it. He's, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they jumped the gun and they, it's it's yeah. in the universe. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see James Gunn. We'll see what he's planning with his uh, DC universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did like. I mean, he's been marketing all the DC movies this year. So even like said, Flash is the best movie he's ever seen. And yeah, um, I don't think he's seen it. <laughs> and he did say this movie is. Is really good as well. Yeah, um, and I, th- I don't think I don't think he said anything about Aquaman though, which, which is yeah, which is not a good sign. Not a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> given the stuff he's promoted up till now, if he's not saying anything about that, boy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, it's probably a recommendation for us. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had a good time with it. Yeah. Next is a movie we watched more recently. Uh, it is Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Long title. Yeah, long movie. Long movie as well. Yeah, you're right. It's It was almost three hours from memory, um, an hour, 157 minutes. So pretty long. It's based on the book Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. Have you – you've read the Hunger Games. I've read the Hunger Games. I've read this. Did I steal your Hunger Games books? By possibly, I don't know. You, you might have them because I, I saw them I in my library. I'm yeah. like, I don't remember buying those, mm. so they might be yours. Yeah, I don't think uh, I'll ever read them again, honestly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it was uh, other stuff about the movie. Uh, director is Francis Lawrence, who directed four of the five Hunger Games movies previously, uh, and also Red Sparrow with Jennifer Lawrence again. Uh, this is starring Tom Blythe and Rachel Zegler, who I thought um, 
Brie Larson was the most hated person on the internet, but I think Rachel Zegler's yeah. getting pretty close to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't like what she says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only a couple of things she said, but I mean, fair enough. Uh, people can hate or not like who they want, but she's in this movie. Now, Peter Jinklage was also in this movie. Yes. It's got a pretty good cast. It's got um, Viola Davis. Yes. Who's playing a very over the top character, but she does a good job. Um, apart from that, box office wise, so budget hundred million. What do you think box office is? Two hundred and four million. If you don't remember, that's exactly the same. Well, so, for the yeah, other yeah. One. yeah. But this time it's more than that. So oh, okay. um, it's two hundred and ninety five million for the next one. I'm going to be spot on. Okay, let's yeah. let's see what the yeah. next one is. Uh, so that means that this is not a failure. It's not a raging success either, but it's done decently well. So we did watch it on opening weekend, opening night, I think it was, and we ended up sitting in like the f- second row from the front because it was actually pretty full. Um, so there are fans of this franchise or maybe like people were just out and like, let's watch a movie and they didn't want to watch the Marvels, so they watched this instead. Yeah. Um, we did do the double. We watched the Marvels and then we watched this. Yeah, we watched them both in a row. Which, yeah. Um, yeah, which... Uh, Probably wasn't a good idea because this was a long movie, but that was yeah. short. The other one, was short. yeah, I think it ended up being quite quite long by the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think of this? I thought it was okay. Again, thought it was pretty sad, and it's like a bit serious, too serious. But all yeah. the hungry guys, like they're all pretty serious. Yeah, you're not going to expect a comedy, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they're all pretty serious. This is the origin, so it's a prequel to the the original Hunger Games films. Um, it's an origin story of Snow. Yes, President Snow in the end, um, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I thought about two-thirds of this movie was quite engaging. So and the, that it the, just keeps going. The movie's split up into three parts, actually. So I thought the first two parts were were actually really good and that took us to about two hours anyway. I thought the last part was- last part just keeps going A as bit well. of a drag, yeah. Yeah. And just wasn't as interesting um, as, and we kind of know how this is going to end because we know what Snow becomes. Um, but I thought the the origin of him, because he's not actually a bad guy, um, was was really interesting, like where he came from. And uh, I thought the Hunger Games was a bit boring. The Hunger Games itself, itself, yeah, it's it just was in fun. a room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. first one of the first Hunger Games, right? Yeah. So I think in the movie itself, they admit they're like, "Oh, yeah, these are getting kind of boring because it's just people in a room killing each other." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going back to its roots. I thought some of the stuff around like how they can send drones in and that, that was that interesting. Was right. Like, yeah, some of the stuff they did. But yeah, it is literally just in like a dome. Whereas, like, I remember the first Hunger Games was in like a forest, like a forest. Yeah, second one's in like a dome, like a huge dome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's. It is an origin, so I thought the Hunger Games part, which is the second part of the three parts, was still pretty interesting. Mm. It's better than the last part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is too long and gets a bit boring. Yeah. Yeah, and very sad, very sad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, The performances were pretty good. I thought the Tom Blythe really carries the movie. Uh, It's about him, so he does a really good job. Uh, Rachel Zegler was good. Uh, she. It is also 
I think we can probably call this a musical because there is a lot of songs in it. There's a couple of songs, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Rachel Zegler was cast because of her singing. Because they hate her, yeah. <laughs> because they wanted everyone to hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because of her singing talent. She wasn't yeah. in, the hi- in The Heights. Not In The Heights, the other one. West Side Story. Yes, she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's a, a very good singer and she plays a singer in this movie. So um, she did a good job with that. I give it a cognitive recalibration. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Better than The Flash? Yes, better than The Flash. Better than yep. Blue Beetle? Well, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably watch, Blue, watch Beetle. Blue Beetle over this because it's shorter. Yeah. yeah. And it's just not as sad. It's easier to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not as serious. Yeah, but they, kill, t- like, they kill too many people in this. Even before The Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even before the game start, I um, think the the one that got me was there was like a girl with Down syndrome and they kill her. And I'm like, this why why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they kill like he's got like a best friend and like he dies as like spoilers by the way. So we'll jump to spoilers. There's a best friend and like he's within the whole movie and then like you see you see it coming because you know he's going to turn mm. and he's going to betray his friend. But yeah, that that happens as well. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. But you can like it's not like a dramatic like it's not out of character. Like they kind of build it up. Yeah. So yeah. it does make sense in the end. Like he is ambitious and he probably would eventually do this. Uh but it's it is a slow evolution, which is good. Like I think they did that well. Yeah. Does he kill Rachel Zegler at the end? It's very ambiguous. They they yeah. don't really say. Yeah, yeah. It's not really revealed, but probably. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't seem to have any regrets about it because he just goes back and he's like, just does his thing. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. He's a bit of a sociopath. Yeah, which I guess explains why he becomes what he becomes. All right, but not bad. I, I think it's um, it is long. But if you're into the Hunger Games, then yeah, I think it's worth watching. It's it's got it's done decently well in the box office, considering like when did the last Hunger Games maybe come out? Like ages fifteen, maybe or like, yeah, yeah, something like that. So yeah. considering the you know number or maybe of years, seventeen, yeah, yeah, the number of years between movies, I think yeah, it's done it's done pretty well. Next movie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And this is a movie we watched um, very recently, last week. Well, like two days ago, three. Days yeah, ago? yeah. Uh, Wonka. So this is a another prequel, uh, a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, Willy Wonka and Chocolate. Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory is the nineteen seventies. Okay, it's that one then. Yeah, Charlie yeah. and Chocolate Factory is the Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp one. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is like the same movie, but yeah, um, uh, it's. I think they specifically said it's a prequel to that version of the character. Not the Joined Up version. Yes. Because the Joined Up version, they do some prequel stuff in that. As well. Oh, yeah. They show his like origin. They do some stuff. In yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that movie that well, but um, it's Tim Burton, right? So it's, yeah. Weird. Yeah. This one is directed by Paul King, who previously directed Paddington 1 and 2, um, starring Timothy Chalamet, obviously based off the Roald Dahl. Um, the characters from the Roald Dahl novel. This is not a Roald Dahl um, story itself, so they've come up with a prequel themselves. New story. Um, there's a bunch of other actors in the movie, but obviously Tim Tim Cham is what we're. That's the yeah. nickname we're going with. He's standing behind you. Behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he plays Willy Wonka. So. Um, the marketing for this was interesting because they're like how Willie became Wonka. I'm like, isn't Wonka just his name? How Willie became Wonka. That sounds like a porno or something. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, it's yeah a, it does This is sound a kid's right. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what the marketing was. It's like how Willie became Wonka. Yeah. But like Willy Wonka is his name. So like, it is, yeah. It doesn't, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say that poster actually. Are you yeah. sure you did just imagine that? No, it was in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know if I saw a trailer before this. I yeah. might have, but not a full trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in the trailer. Yeah. Um, apart from that, there's not too much to talk about. Budget was 125 million, 204. 204. So currently, it's sitting at 156 million. Okay, but wait till it's at the end of its run. It will eventually make 204. Yep, and um, on that day, I'll screenshot it and send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's likely yeah. to make more than 204 just because of the um. It's done pretty well. Like it's uh, opening weekend, one hundred fifty-six million. So it's likely to make, um, yeah, uh, more than two hundred four million. Uh, did you know that this has already made more? Like in the same opening weekend, it made more than Paddington One and Two. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think it's better than Paddington One or Two. I don't think so either. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think- really like that bear. Like Paddington? Yeah, the bear. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was thinking that there are other bears in that movie, but yeah, Paddington bear. 
Um, no, I don't think it's as good as Paddington 1 or 2. Uh, I think those But are I think it's movies. pretty good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, we also watched it at a drive-in um, with, with my dog. Mm. Uh, and I don't think I concentrated as much for the, about the first half of the movie because he, my dog was not happy. Yes. The first time we took him to a drive-in, so it was, it was all a new experience for everyone. So, um, But I enjoyed it uh, for what it was. It's not as funny as I thought it would be. I thought it'd be funnier because Paddington, the Paddington movies are really funny. Mm. I think Timothy Chalamet is not overly funny. I think it was better when it was serious compared to when it was funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think he – was he trying to be funny? Anyway? I think at parts he was. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. when he does that like listen down and heads up or whatever. What does he say? Oh, and it's like reverse that. Yeah, yeah, reverse yeah. that. I yeah. think well, – I guess, I guess it's kind of a joke, but that, apparently that's what um, the original Willy Wonka said as well. Or you say like reverse that, like he yeah. used to. Yeah. You say that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he was pretty good with the serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I like the other characters in the movie. Yeah, it is a bit like you mentioned it while we were watching it. It's it like is Paddington Two. It is yeah. a bit like Paddington Two in terms of the premise. They're like stuck in. It's not a jail, but like they're kind of. Captured. It's essentially a jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, Olivia Coleman's in this movie. There's there's a lot of other. There's lots of English character actors in this. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I thought it was. It's a the uh, the first Willy Wonka movie is. It is a kids movie, but there are like creepy. There's creepy elements to that. Movie. Mm. Like there's like kids getting almost killed. Mm. And and even Willy Wonka the character is a bit like yeah you're not sure which way he's he's a bit goes. twisted yeah. like he's not yeah. like a nice guy and this guy's very nice yeah. So, um, yeah when when did he snap yeah that's the question yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I guess I that's in the sequel yeah if they yeah I mean this movie's probably gonna do well enough so they might make a sequel but I think these this movie was catered more towards children mm. um than because he's very nice yeah yeah yeah. So. But I told you during the movie, he's essentially a drug dealer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's in this universe where, like, people pay with chocolate as well. Like, chocolate is a currency. Yeah. And obviously, he's like a magician um, that makes really good chocolate. But his chocolates make you do things as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like, they make you hallucinate and stuff. Or they make you confident or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's selling drugs. <laughs> and the police are after him. So... Yeah, yeah. Lots of this Fair movie is basically a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how he succeeds and like, yeah, starts makes his money off his drug, off his drug, drug money. cartel. Empire. Yeah, yeah. And he takes down the drug cartel. Yeah. It's called the chocolate cartel. It's, yeah, that's it's right. Actually, yeah. what it's yeah, called. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of parallels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people like. There's nothing offensive about this movie. Like it's just you have you have fun watching it. It's yeah, not not that memorable, but when you watch it, you like it. That's good. I give it a cognitive recalibration again. It's a pretty positive episode so far. You better than Flash. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next movie and uh, the last movie that we're looking at. Um, actually, I got a bonus one. Uh, you haven't seen this one because uh, you couldn't make it when we we watched it. But the Boy and the Heron, <clears throat> which is a movie that I've been looking forward to for a very long time because of all these posters that are behind me. So Studio Ghibli, it's a Studio Ghibli film. It's um, 
it's said to be the last film directed by Hayao Miyazaki, who's the the founder of Studio Ghibli. Um, he's about like 82 years old now. Um, wow. Uh, so he directed this film. He um, He's the principal animator. Uh, and it's about a boy and a heron. Do you know what a heron is? Some kind of an owl. Is it, a, is it like a rabbit? It's a bird. Uh, it's like a... Like kind of like a pelican looking kind okay. of thing, uh, but not with the like big beak. It's kind of a smaller beak. Uh, it was meant to come out twenty twenty to coincide with the pandemic. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they planned that. No, it was, yeah. it was meant to coincide with the Tokyo Olympics. Okay, which didn't happen in twenty twenty anyway because of the pandemic. Uh, but it, it's taken them longer to actually animate because these are all hand drawn. Um animation films so it does take a lot of time but there's something about hand-drawn animation that i really like like this it just looks i don't know it just looks better in in some ways just because of the effort that's gone into animating this it's typical uh studio ghibli type animation so like uh, kiki's delivery service like everything above me um that style of animation and there are two types of Studio Ghibli films. So there's the slice of life, kind of simple, um, almost like peaceful movies where like there's not too much of a conflict and like uh, you just get a bit of a, a story about a character or a, or a family or something like that. And then there's a super deep, there's all these like themes and you can basically study it uh, and, you know, dig very deep into it, which is like Spirited Away, which won, which won an Oscar. This is um, in the vein of Spirit Away. So it is deep. Uh, it, it does have like a preliminary story, um, but about halfway into the movie, it gets into another realm and it becomes quite, quite a deep story after that. So it's not a typical, like, kids probably wouldn't get this movie. Like, the animation's nice. There's a lot of, like, cool stuff that's happening, but... Kids probably wouldn't understand it. I mean, I, I mean, even I didn't fully understand it. There's a lot of stuff in there that I'm still questioning. So uh, it's not a a movie that you just put on to like relax. You, you kind of have to concentrate. Kind of like Christopher Nolan movies. Tenet. Yeah, kind of like Tenet because uh, there is a time bending component to the movie as well. So it's um, and then apparently it's semi autobiographical. So it is about Hayao Miyazaki's childhood as well. So there there are some elements that they cover earlier in the film, which I think actually happened to him when he was a child. It is pre oh like it's set during World War Two in Japan. Uh so I think there are some parallels with what happened in World War Two as well, in terms of the parallel story that runs. So yeah, it's it's very good film. Um, excellent animation. Definitely, everyone should watch it. But I know Studio Ghibli is not everyone's cup of tea as well. So I, I know some people that would watch it and they just wouldn't really get into it, and they might even find it boring. But I thought it was really good. So if you like Studio Ghibli stuff, it's probably for you. But if you don't, if you don't, then it's not for you. Not for you. This, yeah. this is not the one that's gonna um, win you over, get you on board. But yeah. certainly, uh, cognitive recalibration. Certainly better than the Flash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can 
Uh, it's got quite uh, – we watched it in Japanese with subtitles, um, but there is an English dubbed version which has quite a stellar voice cast as well. So um, Robert Pattinson, uh, Gemma Chan, Christian Bale, Mark Hamill, Florence Pugh, William Defoe, Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. All superhero people. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much all of them. Um, so, yeah, it's got quite a quite an extensive uh, voice cast. And with the Ghibli films, they tend to get pretty high-profile uh, voice actors for, for all of them. So this is no different. But I hope um, they do still keep making these uh, Studio Ghibli movies, even if it's not directed by uh, Hayao Miyazaki. So um, there was talk that they're going to stop making them after this one. But they're, they're so popular, especially now um, during the pandemic when they released all of the movies on Netflix and a lot of people watch them. And they they got they garnered a lot of new fans, so I hope they they keep making them. Keep making them. Maybe they I took, they do take a lot of time though, just because mm. they're the hand they're drawn. Made. Yeah. Box office wise, it's made one hundred and twelve million worldwide. Two hundred and four. It's going for it. It may not get there. Well, let's see. Yeah, it, it's it just released worldwide, but it had come out in Japan uh, earlier. It also had very little marketing, like. They literally just had a trailer and that was it. Mm. There was nothing. Sometimes that's good though, the element of surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also um, like if you're a fan of Studio Ghibli, you're going to go watch it. But if you don't know about it, you – Then you won't. Yeah. 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 Yep. So uh, – I'm sure in Japan it had better marketing than here though. Apparently there as well, like not really. Like they just released it and they were just hoping that you knew about it. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I guess if you're a Studio Ghibli fan, you would know about it, though. Yeah. 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 So the bonus movie is, uh, is another Japanese animation. This is something I watched earlier in the year. I don't think I had a chance to talk about it on the podcast, but um, it's a film called Suzume. Um, it is directed by Makoto Shinkai, who also directed Your Name. And Weathering With You. Oh, yeah. I've seen Weathering With You. Yeah. yeah. So that was the last um, Japanese animation that you saw in, in the cinema. So we watched this also in Japanese uh, with subtitles. But um, this is more in the vein of of a Your Name or, or a Weathering With You. So it's not like a – it's not a Studio Ghibli deep movie, but it's also not like a peaceful slice of life kind of thing either. So it's in between. Um but it's basically about a, a high school girl who ends up preventing a series of natural disasters because of um, something she encounters in a in a village. Mm, sounds like Knowing with Nick Cage. Is that what happens in that movie? I haven't seen I think, that movie. I think yeah. so. I think he like can predict the future or something in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but. Again, the the animation. I don't think it's fully hand drawn. I think it's like a semi CGI, semi hand drawn. But the animation again is is quite good and uh, spectacular. Uh, it's based in modern day Tokyo. So again, um, if you've been to Tokyo, you'll kind of see some of the um, main sights and sounds of of Tokyo throughout the film. But it also goes throughout Japan, so there's there's like a road trip part of the movie as well, where they're going across Japan, uh, preventing natural disasters. But 
Um, really good movie. Uh, again, I don't think many people have seen it because of um, uh, they marketed it more than Boy and the Heron, but uh, you kind of have to be looking for this kind of stuff to go and watch it, um, which I do. So that's why I ended up going to see it. But again, I would highly recommend it. I don't think it's on any streaming services yet, but when it does come out, um, probably def- on Netflix. It sounds like a Netflix type movie. That yeah, come out on. Yeah. yeah, definitely worth a watch. Yep. Um, sounds better than the Flash again. Definitely better than the Flash. Um, box office, three hundred twenty-three million. Beat the two hundred four million mark. Yeah. 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 Any other movies that we would like to mention? No, not nothing that I can think of. I haven't seen that many movies as of late. I've only the ones that we've watched. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um Rebel Moon is coming out. Yeah, but I heard it's not good. I heard it's bad, yeah. I heard it's yeah, like mm. really not good. But mm. we well, we've got a pretty packed weekend actually, because uh, we're gonna be um doing a couple of things, but also recording a couple of podcasts. So obviously Christmas is not too far away, so we'll be doing a Christ- uh, annual Christmas episode. I've already selected my film, which is a an old classic. Probably, it might actually be the oldest film that we've ever reviewed on this podcast. Mm. So oh, it's, it's a it's, miracle on Forty Second Street or whatever. No, no, I think it's older than that. Uh, is it? Um, what's it called? That one that's really sad that everyone watches on Christmas. Um. Oh, oh, anyway, you're gonna. I'll reveal, reveal it, it anyway. in, in yeah. our Christmas episode. Yeah, it's um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think you're watching something a bit more recent. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then apart from that, we've got uh, Aquaman, which we'll be watching on Christmas Day, so you can stay tuned for our review of that. And then um, we'll be starting a new podcast very soon, uh, probably around the same time, around Christmas time. Uh, so stay tuned for follow us on Instagram and um, on Instagram and Twitter and uh, TikTok. But we'll we'll put something out there saying you know go to this channel. There's some new content on there, but you'll you'll know what that is very very soon. So if people do want to get in touch with us, how do they go about it? So we're on all platforms, all social media platforms. I I should say at Cognitive Recalibration, or we are contactable via email at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com that's right uh and obviously if you want to support the podcast give us a like and subscribe on youtube if you are watching us on youtube if you're listening to us on uh our audio stream then uh give us a review on either spotify or itunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines cool uh and we've also got our best and worst of 2023 that we have to do as well yeah uh, and in that i'm going to go through our spotify um what do i call it like your year in wrapped wrapped yeah yeah spotify wrapped uh because we've got the results for our podcast so a couple of um yeah interesting results that that came up through that like uh in terms of you know the most listened to episode of the year and uh which countries listen to us most and stuff like that so i can go through that in our uh end of year episode Great. Perfect. Quick episode? Yeah, quick movies. Not not really. Some of them were really long and yeah. I wanted to die, but we did it. <laughs>
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they're all positive. So uh, yeah. Look, yeah. they're all not bad. We've seen worse. Marvels was worse. Yeah. Marvels was yeah was worse. Cool. Um, hope you all enjoyed the episode. Um, if you haven't seen any of these movies, definitely yeah check some of them out, especially the last two that I mentioned. Because I think yeah yeah I think Wonka's definitely out of the ones we talked about. Wonka's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I think yeah. Wonka's worth checking out. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're into animation, then definitely check out Boy and the Heron and Suzume. But thanks for listening. Hope you're all staying safe and uh, we'll see you in the next one. See ya. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.